Yes. Hello and welcome, welcome, welcome to the third episode of our PEM in 10 Psychic Eye Mystery uh, podcast in 10 minutes or a little longer. <laughs> no banter in this By one. another 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> PEM in 10 and then another 10 and then sometimes another 10. No, no. okay. I'm no. kidding. All right. So no anecdote or book prom promotion from me. However, if you want to know more about me, um, if you want to uh, sign up for a session with me, if you want to know about, more about my books, please visit victorialaurie.com. So, all right. Okay. So this week's, Pem in, this week's Pem in 10 is about uh, a missing mom, Anna Walsh. Uh, she was a Massachusetts mother of three who disappeared on New Year's Day, 2023. So uh, on January 4th, 2023, Anna Walsh's Washington, D.C. employer filed a missing persons report after she hadn't shown up to work as expected on January 2nd. When her husband, Brian Walsh, was interviewed by police, he told investigators that he and Anna had gone to bed around 1 or 1.30 in the morning after celebrating the new year with a friend. He then saw his wife early on January 1st when she left their Cohasset, Massachusetts home in a rideshare or taxi to head to the airport and catch a flight to Washington, D.C. for her real estate job at Tishman Spire. He said that after his wife left home, he looked after their three sons, ages two, four, and six, that morning, and then in the afternoon ran errands for his mother in Swampfoot later that day. However, police could not confirm that Anna Walsh had hailed a rideshare from her Cohasset home or made it to Boston Logan Airport on New Year's Day. Phone records show that Anna's phone was at her home location for the evening, but was shut off at 3.14 a.m. on New Year's Day. Further, investigators could not find any evidence that her husband, Brian, had run errands for his mother that afternoon. They were, however, able to recover surveillance video showing Brian Walsh at a Home Depot on January 2nd and using cash totaling about $450 to purchase cleaning supplies, including mops, a bucket, and tarps. As police conducted a statewide investigation into the whereabouts of 39-year-old Anna Walsh, an arrest warrant was issued two weeks after her disappearance to her 47-year-old husband, Brian Walsh. He was taken into custody for delaying and misleading investigators about his actions and whereabouts around the time that his wife went missing. After pleading not guilty, he was remanded into custody and police continued their investigation. Unfortunately, authorities found grim evidence in the basement of the family's Cohasset home that included blood and a bloody knife. After scrutinizing Brian Walsh's internet records, recovered from the couple's six-year-old son's iPad, investigators found a long series of deleted searches made days before, the day of, and the days after Anna's disappearance. On December 27th, Brian conducted a Google search for, what, for quote, what's the best state to divorce from a man, end quote. On January 1st, the topics Brian searched for online included at 4.55 a.m., how long before a body starts to smell? At 4.58 a.m., how to stop a body from decomposing. 5.47 a.m., 10 ways to dispose of a dead body if you really need to. 6.25 a.m., how long for someone to be missing to inherit. 6.34 a.m., can you throw away body parts. 9.29 a.m., what does formaldehyde do? 9.34 a.m., how long does DNA last. 9.59 a.m., can identification be made on partial remains. 11.34 a.m., dismemberment and the best ways to dispose of a body. 11.44 a.m., how to clean blood from wooden floor. 11.56 a.m., luminol to detect blood. 1.08 p.m., what happens when you put body parts in ammonia? 1.21 p.m., is it better to put crime scene clothes away or wash them? On January 2nd, after returning home from Home Depot with cleaning supplies, 
He continued his macabre search, internet search. At 12.45 p.m., hacksaw, best tool to dismember. 1.10 p.m., can you ch be charged with murder without a body? 1.14 p.m., can you identify a body with broken teeth? Then the day before Anna was reported missing on January 3rd, Ryan Walsh ser searched Google for, at 1.02 p.m., what happens to hair on a dead body? 1.13 p.m., what is the rate of decomposition of a body found in a plastic bag compared to on a surface in the woods? And at 1.20 p.m., can baking soda mask or make body make a body smell good? The four-day gap between when Anna Walsh's phone was shut off in the early morning hours of New Year's Day and when she was reported missing gave her husband plenty of time to get rid of physical evidence. On January 3rd, Brian was captured on surveillance video hefting a heavy trash bag into a dumpster in Abington, and then he deposited another trash bag into a dumpster in Brockton. Unfortunately, the trash from both of those dumpsters, dumpsters was collected and incinerated before police con could conduct an inspection. Authorities were, however, able to recover evidence from a third dumpster that Brian Walsh had used to dispose of some evidence. This one was in Swampscott, just outside the upscale apartment complex in Vinon Square where his mother Diana resides. On January 9th, the dumpsters in Swampscott were secured and taken by police to be searched. Investigators recovered bloodstained items, including a tarp, cleaning supplies, a rug, a towel, a hacksaw, a hatchet, and shears. All items Brian Walsh had purchased over the course of several days following his wife's disappearance. They also found a Tyvek suit and slippers, which contained both Brian and Anna's DNA. On January 17, 2023, Norfolk District Attorney Michael Morrissey issued an arrest warrant charging Brian Walsh with the murder and the death of his wife, Anna Walsh. While it's obvious that Brian Walsh is responsible for the death of his wife, Anna's remains have yet to be found and the investigation into her whereabouts is ongoing. Sadly, this isn't the first encounter Brian Walsh has had with the authorities for criminal activity. In 2021, he pled guilty in federal court to three charges of fraud surrounding a scheme to sell fake Andy Warhol artwork online. As part of his pre-sentencing conditions, he was on house arrest and monitoring. Brian's father, Thomas Walsh, died in 2018, leading to a protracted legal battle over his estate. In court documents, Brian was accused of financial misconduct and was described as an angry and violent sociopath. In 2014, Anna Walsh, then Anna Nip, was residing in D.C. and filed a police report alleging that Brian had threatened to kill her and a friend. However, the case was closed when Anna refused to cooperate with prosecutors. If only had Anna had taken that threat seriously, she might be alive today, and our children, children would not be in the custody of the Massachusetts Department of Children and Family Services. A status hearing is scheduled for February 9th, 2023. My sources for this story include CNN Wire, Anna Walsh Update, Brian Walsh, Husband of Missing Massachusetts Mom, Charged with Murder by Eric Levinson and Jason Carroll, 11723. CNN, these are the Google searches Brian Walsh made before and after killing his wife, Anna Walsh, according to prosecutors by Eric Levinson and Christina Siguali, 11823. And the Salem News, DA, uh, Swampscott dumpsters yielded DNA, other evidence of murder by Julia Julie Mangus, uh, 11823. I know. Like, I can't, the horror, like the absolute horror of this guy dismembering his wife's body in the basement on a tarp using shears and a hacksaw. Um, this guy is a psycho. And I really hope he goes away forever. Um, it almost makes you want to do the searches just to read what he was reading do you know what i'm saying no no thank you <clears throat> well it's the mystery writer in me you know <laughs> yes like um like you know I, 
you can you can plug in the searches and and I think figure out more of what he was thinking as you go through the inf the same information that he was going through. Um, so obviously the body was starting to smell because there are quite a few searches on how to make a body not smell, um, how to get it to decom uh, decompose faster. Um, and we know that he obviously broke some teeth um, because uh, of that search. So <clears throat> uh, when you first had brought this up to me and I didn't know any of the details, I had said, I think she's in water. And so when I did a deep dive, do I think that a lot of her remains ended up in those two dumpsters where the garbage was uh, then incinerated? For sure. Absolutely. Um, but I also feel that there was a, a fourth bag or a fourth dump. And that to me feels like it was done at a sewer, um, at like a sewage drain. Um, so something, Swampscott, just so you know, is right on the water. Um, it's, uh, where is it exactly, Sands in Massachusetts? It's on the North Shore, what we call the North Shore of Boston. So it is on the water. Uh, it is close to Marblehead, uh, which is sort of the end of that part of the North the North right. Shore. Right. Yeah. And it smells. <laughs> it does. Because the, the sewage plant is not too far from uh, Swampscott and some of the other, Nahant and some of the areas that border there. So depending on what time of day it is in the summertime, it either smells horribly or you're like, oh, isn't this beautiful? Uh, and I guess the residents kind of, you know, go with the flow with respect yeah. to that. But uh, yeah. yeah. Sands and I visited Swampscott years ago, like a decade ago. Um, and uh, I just remember that like, that's the one lingering thing was the smell. It's a beautiful place, but I could not live there because of the smell. It's nasty. It's like nasty. Um, so it's interesting that he's interested in trying to make a body smell less because if he's in Squamscott and he's uh, trying to, well, then again, this was in December, uh, late December, early January. Early January. Think, yeah. Yeah. Early January. Um, I think that, um, I think that her phone was shut off. I don't think, did they ever find her phone? No, I don't believe they did. I think they just knew, for, according to phone records, that her phone was shut off yeah, at three, I think three her in the morning. Was, wasn't turned off. I think it was smashed. Uh. Um, I think that they got into an altercation um, when they got home. Um, I had a friend who was. I I have to be careful here because <clears throat> I had a really dear friend of mine. I loved her to pieces. Um, I moved to Florida. She stayed here, uh, had moved in with a boyfriend. They had a contentious relationship. She ended up at the bottom of, a, of the basement stairs with a, a brain injury um, that was unrecoverable from. from. Uh, her neurosurgeon had said something to the fact that he's he'd never seen so much damage done from a fall down the stairs. And um, the way, interestingly, the way that I found out that she had died was through a friend of mine who was a medium. And my friend kept offering me these clues that pointed to, um, I'll call her L, uh, to pointed to L. And um, it was about a week later that I discovered she'd actually died. Um, so it was it was one of those kind of voices from the grave kind of thing. But I, I've always thought she was murdered. I've always thought she was murdered. Um, and I know her family thinks that too. Um, and her ex is, boyfriend is walking around free as free as a bird i hated him the first moment i met him so when i was reading this she came immediately to my mind so i think that they got into an altercation i think that um 
he got very physical with her, um, very physical with her. And uh, which is, I think, why he went to such lengths to try and dismember the body and get rid of it because he killed her, obviously. And there was a lot of damage done, I feel, to her body. So I don't know if you shoved her down the, the stairs the same way my dear friend was. Um, I don't know what the, the circumstances were, but I have a feeling she was trying to get help and the phone got smashed and um, he, he killed her. Um, so, you know, he, this guy will end up in jail for the rest of his life because it's just so obvious that he murdered her. Um, and yes, the, the, it's circumstantial, which doesn't necessarily mean that he won't be convicted of murder. It could be murder in the second degree if you don't have a body. Right. So, um, I, I feel bad for her, her children. Like, again, this is a mother who is ripped from, uh, the family. And, you know, I don't, I don't know how, how you come to terms when you grow up from this, how you come to terms with the fact that your father murdered your mother, like, because you don't have your mom, right? You've only got your yeah. dad to kind of sit there and go, oh, I didn't do it or whatever he's going to say. Um, I, that's a, it's a very complicated, I think, situation to be in a very complicated and, um, terrible place to be in so two four and six the kids in uh so they're what three five and seven now no this just happened last yeah, night no so they're oh oh it just just happened okay so two four and six they're still two four and six i was thinking it was a year ago um no it just happened yeah so that you don't think that they'll find uh any more evidence of her then no. that's it yeah i really don't I don't think that they, I, I kept getting the feeling like he shoved certain body parts, the last of the body parts. I feel like he shoved them into like a sewage drainage kind of thing. And uh, they were, you know, taken out to sea. It's kind of my feeling. I think he was getting nervous at how much he was dumping in dump dumpsters. Mm, makes sense. Mm -hmm. So, um, and he'll never admit to it. Nope. So, so I do hope he gets convicted on, on second degree murder and can see uh, how he wouldn't, yeah. especially with that history, you know, that search history, um, and the bloody knife and the bloody clothes and the DNA and everything else. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know how he gets out of it. So luckily, yeah, luckily and to beat and to be doing this search on his six-year-old's iPad. Yeah. Oh, I think he was trying to hide the fact that he was acting. Of course he was. I know. Like, like, it's like just a moron. So gross. It's yeah. just so, the whole thing is just hideous. He's just a hideous fucking human being. So well, what I can't fathom is she's in the basement and he's doing whatever he's doing and the kids are home. It's not like school's in session, right? Maybe for the six-year-old, but. Yeah. So daddy's working in the basement, right? That's why he had the Tyvek suit. So he could put that over himself and any, and, you know, dealing with a dead body, there's a lot of fluid, yeah. a lot of fluid. Yeah. So I, I can't even imagine like, and I don't want to imagine quite honestly, what is involved in, in what he was obviously doing. I just, that's just a little too macabre for me even. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, that's, that's really macabre. <laughs> I'm yes. like, I don't even want to go there. Um, so yeah, and it took him a couple of days, obviously, too. So, asshole. Okay. Yep. So uh, that's our PEM and 10 uh, for today.
If you want to know more about Victoria and her talents, <laughs> uh, please visit victorialaurie.com. You can learn more about me, more about my books. And um, if you'd like to book a session with me, that's where you go. Um, really quick mention too, I'm going to, I'm in the middle of trying to uh, launch a Patreon page. And on that page, I've decided um, to do kind of a, a, an Ask Victoria sort of thing. If there's a topic that you'd like some intuitive um, advice about, think of it like a Dear Abby. <laughs> think of it like a Dear Abby. Um, please send me an email regarding the topic that you'd like a little bit more insight on. The more specific you are, the more specific I can be. Please make sure that whatever you write is um, appropriate for a public setting and that you're comfortable having it posted in a public setting. Um, and, uh, I plan to do a couple of these. So at least, so it might be an ongoing thing. So you can send that to Victoria at victorialaurie.com and I will take a look. Okay. All right. Cool beans. All right. Love you, Sandy. Thank you. Thank you. you. Thank you for writing this up. Um, I know it was probably a tough thing to write up, but, um, I appreciate it. So thanks guys. Take care. Have a wonderful day. Love you. Bye. Bye.